like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Light Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's Word on the issues that impact our lives. Hey, my name is Minister Corey Davis, and the topic that I'll be discussing today will be the weapon of praise. I'm going to open us up in a word of prayer, and then we'll continue on. Father, we're just thankful for this day. This is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing, Lord. We are glad uh, for this time to study your word, for your word to lamp into our feet and a light into our pathways. Father, we give you glory and honor for today. We look to you. You're the hills where all our help and all our strength comes from. So we look to you, Lord. We ask that you would give us what we need, Lord, to be everything you have called us to be and bless us, Lord, as we explore the weapon of praise. Amen. So we're going to be talking about the weapon of praise. So we live in a time and season where the enemy has desired to put fear in the saints of God and to take away our praise, our joy, and our peace. With COVID-19, governmental problems, wars, gun violence, abortion, marital issues, our youth, the economy, inflation, poverty, drugs, and so on and so forth, the enemy is waging war like never before. The enemy is not fighting fair today. And so we have to arm ourselves likewise with the word of God, which is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathways so that we can be victorious over the enemy. So I want to encourage each of you today to let you know that God has a, has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And also that God has given us everything that we need to be successful and to defeat the enemy. We just have to remember what he said in his word about us. We're going to look at Ephesians 6, uh, verses 10 through 12, New King James Version. Uh, It's about putting on the whole armor of God. We live in a time that we have to arm ourselves so that we can fight the enemy. You know, it's just like the U.S. Army, when they go out, you know, they have their weapons, they have their armor, they have their vehicles, they have everything that they need in order to fight against the enemy, uh, fight natural wars. But we are in a spiritual war, and so we have to arm ourselves likewise with the spiritual armor that we need uh, in order to fight the enemy. So Ephesians 6 and 10, uh, we're going to read verses 10 through 12. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly realms. So these powers represent the systems of the world. The things that we wrestle against, they are systems, they're demonic forces and systems of the world. These systems are like the, are the banking system. These are examples of the systems of the world. Military leaders, governmental leaders, commerce, those who control the airways via radio, internet, news, and TV. They want to control what goes into our ear gate and our eye gate so that we will start uh, submitting to the demonic things that they put out on TV, on the internet, uh, radio. Uh, and all those digital outlets, uh, social media, this is how they try to control your mind. 
So we are in the midst of spiritual warfare, whether we want to believe it or not. When we look at all the things that are going on in the world, uh, we see what's going on. So we must seek spiritual strategies from the Most High God. Uh, when we look at what's going on, we need God to give us a plan. We need God to direct and order our steps. Uh, the Bible said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So the Lord has not left the saints powerless, but has given his, us his spirit so that we can be victorious. God didn't leave us alone. He left his spirit so that we can go forth and have power. He said, when the Holy Spirit comes, you'll have power to be a witness. So God has given us what we need, uh, the church, the ecclesia, so that we can go forth and be victorious, so that we can win souls for, for Christ. We don't have to fear anything because God has given us everything we need. He is our El Shaddai. He's the almighty God. Amen. So let's look at 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. It says, for the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. That word carnal means they're not worldly. They're not man-made, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing, into, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So we've got mighty weapons. We got weapons that are formed and forged. Hallelujah, somebody from the heavenly realm. And God has given us these weapons so that we can fight. Hallelujah. So let's talk about the weapon of praise. How many of you knew that praise was a weapon? Hallelujah. Praise is just not shouting and, you know, extort or not extorting, but exalting and extolling God. But praise is a weapon of mass destruction. Amen. And so we're going to look at a couple of things. Uh, we're going to begin with Psalms 150 and 6. Uh, this is the King James Version, Psalm 150 and 6. It says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Let, let's read that again. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. So it sounds like what they're saying, if you're breathing, you should be giving God a praise. If he woke you up this morning, started you on your way, and you have the right activities of your limbs, you can see, you can hear, you can do all these things, that's something to give God praise for. That's something to lift his name up for. So God created all things to give praise and honor to his name. It's all about God. It's not about us. The Bible says, if any man follow me, after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. So it's not about us. We are not just here by accident, but God created each one of us with a purpose in mind, and that is to give him praise. Now, praise comes from the Hebrew word haleo, which means to act foolish, praising the Lord, to boast, to rave, or celebrate. We get the word hallelujah from this, which means to praise the Lord. That's what hallelujah means. It means to praise the Lord. We praise God for all of the awesome things that he has done. How many people know that God has been awesome? He's done awesome things. He has done mighty things. He's done great things. He has uh, got us out of horrible pits and horrible situations. That's something to give God praise for. The very breath that God gives us should be used to praise him. As long as we live, 
We should praise the creator. That's Psalms 146, 1 and 2. By his breath, he created all things. By God's breath, he created all things. That's Psalms 33 and 6. And by our breath, we should adore him. Every word we speak, the breath that we breathe, uh, the life that we live should be all given God, praise given God, honor given God, glory, because tomorrow is not promised, y'all. So the Bible says, redeem the time wisely. Don't put off to, uh, for tomorrow what you can do today, because tomorrow is not promised. Now, we're going to look at Psalms. Psalms is a book of praises written mostly by King David, who was king of Israel. David was a man with the heart of God. He was a musician, a singer, a composer of poems, and most of all, David was a praiser. And that's where it matters. When the Ark of God was returned to Jerusalem, talking about the Ark of the Covenant, that's in 2 Samuel 6, 14, King David danced before the Lord with all of his might. When Michael, the daughter of Saul, saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. So, so a lot of times people is not going to be, people are not going to be uh, happy with you when you got to praise for the Lord. They're not going to be happy when you give God the honor. They're not going to be happy when you're grateful. There will always be demonic forces, external forces trying to take your praise away from you. But I want to encourage you today, saints of God, don't let anybody take your praise away from you. Your praise is a weapon. Your praise uh, is a way that you can fight battles and win. Your praise is how you show God that you thank him. Uh, you praise him, you know, for what he's done for you. You praise him for the the, the healing that he may have uh, did to your body. You may have a disease or something. You may have been sick. So you praise him for what he's done for you. So David gave God praise. David pulled off his royal robe his deity because he was determined to let to not let anything interfere with him praising God. This is the same attitude that every born-again believer must have in order to give God the praise. We can't let anything get in the way. It's tough sometimes, but we have to look to the hills from where all our help comes from. All of our help and all of our strength comes from the Lord. So David didn't let anything stop him. He knew the Ark of the Covenant Returning to Israel, the holy city, meant that God's presence, presence was coming back home. It means that God's power was coming back home. It meant that God's covering and his provision was coming back to, to their holy city. So what happens when you give God praise? We're going to look at 1 Samuel 17 and 50. 1 Samuel 17 and 50. Uh, David defeats the Philistine giant Goliath, a very familiar passage of scripture, with a sling and a stone because he praised God and remembered how he had delivered him from the lion and the bear. David was a mighty warrior, and he remembered, you know, Goliath was uh, heralding uh, insults against Israel for 40 days. David said, what is going to be done to this you know, uncircumcised Philistine, David stepped up, heard from God, and he moved forward. So we see here, the key to getting your victory in the present is remembering what God has done in the past. I'm going to say that again. The key to getting your victory in the present right now 
is, is remembering what God has done in the past. They re- remembered. He remembered uh, when he was tending his, his uh, father's sheep. He remembered how the lion and the bear came and attacked him, and he was able to kill them. He was able to defeat them. And so he remembered. He said, you know, if God gave me the power to do that, he'll give, give me the power to defeat Goliath. And God gave him the power to do that. Uh, second Corinth, second Chronicles 20, 21 through 23. That's second Chronicles, second Chronicles 20, 21 through 23. The armies of Judah are attacked and Jehoshaphat sends out men to go before the Lord, before the army singing and praising God. So all these armies come against Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. The Bible says that he calls all the assembly together and they went before the Lord in prayer and God spoke to Jehoshaphat and told him what to do. And we find that the result is that through these praises, God caused the armies that attacked Judah to kill themselves. So Jehoshaphat ended up sending the men out. He didn't send the the soldiers out. He sends out the men to go before the army singing and praising God. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his mercy endure forever. And when they went forth praising, guess what? God caused their enemies to annihilate and kill themselves. They didn't have to fight. They just praised God. They just lifted up his name. I'm telling you that you don't have to fight your own battles. All you have to do is praise God and God, El Shaddai, the almighty God. He will fight your battles. You remember when Gideon went forth? They didn't have to fight. When they went into Jericho, they did not have to fight. God fought for them. They just blew trumpets and shouted unto the Lord. And God killed their enemies. God caused the walls of Jericho to come down. So we see we don't have to fight our own battles. We're going to look at Acts 16 and 25. Very familiar scripture. These are just some situations where we see that people praise God and God showed up and their praise was a weapon. So Acts 16 and 25 says, Paul and Silas were in prison. And they're in prison here because they cast out a spirit of divinity uh, in a lady. And so their masters got mad because they stopped all the money they were making. Uh, and so they threw them in prison. So it says here, Paul and Silas were in prison, and at midnight they prayed and sang praises to God. Hallelujah. And there was a great earthquake that shook the prison wall, and all their bands were loose. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. There was an earthquake that shook the prison wall, and all their bands were loosed. Praise will loose the bands of the enemy and destroy the yokes that hinder you. What happens when we give God praise is that he goes to war against the enemy on our behalf. Somebody say hallelujah. Anyone ever gave God a praise, put a praise on it in a situation where you didn't know how you was going to get out of it. You didn't know how you were going to get the money. You didn't know how God was going to heal your body. You didn't know how God was going to deliver you in a certain situation, but you put a praise on it. You forgot about your current situation, your external forces, and you put a praise on it and you saw God deliver. Hallelujah. You saw God deliver you. You saw God's righteous right hand sustain you and heal you and deliver you and cause money to come from somebody. He touched someone's heart. 
How many have experienced that? Let everything the Bible says that have breath praise the Lord. We don't have to fight our own battles because he fights them for us. Psalms 46 and 1 says, God is our refuse, hallelujah, and our strength, a very present help in times of trouble. And what what that means is that God, you don't have to look for him when you're in trouble. All you got to do is praise him. All you got to do is call on the name of the Lord. His name is a strong tower where the righteous can run in and be safe. He's a very present help, which means that he's right now help. When you're in trouble, all you got to do is call on him. The Bible said we can cast, hallelujah, every care on him because he cares for us. Every care, we can give it to him. Let God do something with it. Somebody bigger than us. We can't resolve our own problems. We have to give it to God. And he's a problem fixer. So whenever we're in trouble, God is always there. He's Jehovah Shammah. He's the Lord that's there. Hallelujah. Somebody say he's there for me. Somebody say the Lord is there for me. So we see praise is a sacrifice. We don't always feel like praising God. We don't always feel like clapping our hands, stomping our feet and giving God the glory. But if we knew that that was a weapon, we would start looking at praise differently. We would start giving him a praise like David. The Bible says he danced out his clothes. He danced to the point to where he gave God an undignified dance because he didn't care that he was king. He was giving his God some praise. Hallelujah, somebody. So Hebrews 13 and 15 says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips that confess his name. It's a sacrifice sometime, y'all. We don't feel like it, but the Bible says, let us continue to offer up God that sacrifice of praise, which means that we're assigning a value to God. We're putting a price tag on him when we praise him, when we honor him, when we look to him. We show that he's worthy. We show that we're grateful that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, so that we might live that abundant life. He bled and suffered and died for us uh, so that we might live. He took the sins of Adam and Eve off off of us and redeemed us and put us in this new covenant on the grace and truth whereby our sins are forgiven. And that's something to give God praise for y'all. So this means that praise is born in him. Praise needs to exude from him constantly. Remember I said that it's all about God. It's all about him. And at all times, that's Psalms 34 and 1, praise is directed to God. Praise is a sacrifice. Praise involves our lips. Praise is like fruit and it reproduces itself. Praise exudes exudes or includes uh, giving thanks and glory to God. And praise is preoccupied with his name. Uh, I like what it says here that praise reproduces itself. It's just like when you get in church and somebody gets to praising God, talking about the goodness of Jesus and all that God has done for them. And they start praising them and somebody beside them starts uh, thinking about how God, how good God is to them. That thing becomes contagious. And then you have a praise break. Hallelujah. Spontaneous praise. And so that's how praise is. We're going to look at Psalm 33, 1 through 4. It says, Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteousness, for praise 
from the upright is beautiful. God say for praise from the upright is beautiful. Verse two says, praise the Lord with the harp. Make melody to him with an instrument of 10 strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is right and all his work is done in truth. Hallelujah. God loves our praise. It's upright. It's beautiful to the Lord. It's a sweet smelling uh, fragrance uh, before the Lord. And so I want to just in, just kind of uh, encourage you to continue to praise God, regardless of what you see on TV, regardless of what you see in the world. Please know that God is a God uh, of order. He's a God of his word and he enjoys, he loves our praises. Uh, he loves uh, our commitment to exalting him no matter what we're going through. And in conclusion, I want to encourage you to continue on giving God the best praise that you got. If you're breathing, then you should be praising God. This is what uh, you were created to do. Remember that when you praise God, he goes to war on your behalf and gives you the victory over the enemy. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us on this episode uh, of the Light Post Podcast, a ministry of the God and Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at GodandLight.org, the God and Light Church on Facebook, or God and Light Church TV on YouTube. Be blessed, and I hope this word was a blessing to you. And I'll see you all on the next episode of the Light Post Podcast. Be blessed.